0: Wow. What a day. It's just a Friday and you would have thought WrestleMania was this weekend with all the news that is popping off. Maybe one of the biggest news days of the wrestling year. All right. Uh, We are in this weird phase in our world where, especially in the United States, North America, wrestling is coming back live. WWE announcing uh, the full run of a 25 city tour that will bring SmackDown and Raw back to live crowds in arenas, along with nine uh, untelevised live events. We also have an idea that SummerSlam will be on a Saturday, not a Sunday. Uh, we have a big tease for that. Uh, we have John Cena Roman Reigns rumors. All right. What are we talking about here? You talk, you talking, you talking C Nation versus Big Dog, baby? Oh, we're getting into all of it. Oh, and by the way, um, WWE may collaborate with New Japan Pro Wrestling. What is going on, dude? Watch out, watch out. It is to Wrestling. I'm Kev Kellum. That, that is the man who has the plan, the sensational, ever-so-smart Sid. How you doing? The true heat, heat, Sid. Normally, we have you on Smack Talk. I had to call you in. We do our top story of the day, usually around 5 p.m. Central, but all the top stories are, bu- are, are bouncing off here. we were going to have enough time to cover them all. Uh, Sid, we're going to get into all these stories, but if you haven't done already, subscribe to our channel on YouTube Subscribe now. Uh, go there and check it out. Uh, we have a ton of different content. We have Vince Russo with Legion of Raw Monday nights. We have Dutch Mantel will be on with us tonight after Smack Talk, uh, Smack Down. We have Smack Talk. Uh, and we have so much content, exclusive interviews. We just dropped one with Bronson Reed. We did the Inside Cradle, a 90 minute conversation about everything going on in wrestling. Uh, and then we also have you with our AEW preview. So, Sid, so much to cover, so much content to consume. Uh, let's get into it. WWE. Yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling, you hear this story, this pops off at 3 a.m. and starts trending on Twitter before 7 a.m. Central. This is a huge story. Yes, it,
1: it's ginormous. It was in the, the latest uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Dave Meltzer talking about the WWE new president, Nick Khan, is a, it's a guy that... If you didn't know him three months ago, you've heard a lot about him in the last, in the last especially in 2021 here. Not mm-hmm. only the deals with Peacock, the deals with Fox and, and SmackDown, now he is in talks with New Japan Pro Wrestling in a potential working relationship. This talk started in about mid uh march to about the early april there's no definitive uh set plan as far as a working relationship going down but all we do know is that there's been talk to exchange top stars and having a forbidden door open between wwe having their top stars travel to new japan and perform for njpw top stars from new japan coming over to the wwe and basically, it's it what Meltzer kind of worded it as is it's WWE's way to kind of of making them the number one U.S. partnership for New Japan, kind of cutting the legs off of AEW that's been working with New Japan with Yuji Nagata just appearing on AEW Dynamite a couple of weeks ago, as well as Rocky Romero and Ren Narita appearing on AEW Dark, as well as their relationship with Impact Wrestling, which which just reformed late last year into this year with uh, guys like uh, Finn Juice just becoming the Impact World Tag Team Champions this year, as well as Kojima just appearing on Impact Wrestling last night. So man, oh man, this is huge news. I want to I want to know what your thoughts are, Kevin. What's your it's a lot. It's a lot this?
0: because uh, think of the time frame where that lines up here. If, if everything that Meltzer is getting here in the Observer is is, is correct, because you know sometimes he it definitely sounds if you're bringing up Nick Khan that this is serious. Yeah. So and, and by by the way, it's Tony Khan. I know people get confused with the names and they read this and they never heard the name. You know. My, my- a funny story.
1: My wife actually did get them confused and thought they were the same way. It's spelled the same way.
0: It the <laughs> yeah. same way. Uh, so uh, believe me, there's an actor named Kevin Heffernan. My middle name is Heffernan. Uh, when I'm on the radio on, on on the X in Rockford and QLZ in Springfield, I go by Heffernan. So some people have started to Google that name. And Kevin Heffernan is an actor. He's in Super Troopers. So yeah. I've said had some people recently reach out to me like dms be like hey are you kevin heffernan you lost a lot of weight he's i'm not making fun of him. he's he's a there's a broader guy broader shoulder like, no no that's not me at all. i have to like tell people that i'm, I'm not the successful actor in the movie but don't get it confused so nikon very successful guy he's the number two guy in the number one wrestling company in the world don't get it twisted wwe is still the number one wrestling company in the world whether you like it or not that oh. is the case here uh, i think this is wwe uh seeing what aew did i've seen a lot of response to this that has been very negative from from fans of a very particular loyalty and i'm talking about fans that were all about all-eat wrestling new japan pro wrestling they were all about anything but wwe almost anti-wwe if you were in the anti-wwe camp you don't like this news you're not a fan of this news you're not a fan that the the monolith, the Disney of pro wrestling, uh, is is going to work with this, you know, the Metallica of pro wrestling, which I would describe New Japan Pro Wrestling as. It's the hardest hitting, but also the most popular version of that hard hitting brand, that hard hitting style, and is still presented in a pop culture way in Japan. It's, it's seen a very different way, different culture, and they consume things differently. Um. I think this is. there's a lot of different possibilities here. And I think if you step away and you don't say, I'm a WWE guy, I'm an AEW guy, I'm a New Japan guy. You just say, I'm a wrestling fan. There are some really good things that could come from this. Some very, very good things that can come from this. But I do think the initial wave of conversation about this is going to be people losing their minds, saying it's evil Vince McMahon, it's evil WWE, and they sold out. There's a lot of reasons why this is happening, and there's been a lot of discussion of what position is New Japan in right now, because they were running in the pandemic. They were running arena shows, three or four thousand people. Japan had a very good response to the virus at first. They believe those regulations have waned, or at least the culture around has waned. They had to cancel some Tokyo Dome shows, which are very—they were very, very costly building to run. When you run the Tokyo Dome, you're paying an excessive amount to do it, so you really want to bankroll your event and do very, very well. They ran that for the for two nights for their the Wrestle Kingdom shows, their WrestleMania the that first weekend of January, uh, and they were going to do it again with some spring shows, one in Yokohama at a stadium, and here, and those have been affected by everything going on here. Uh, they, do have a, a do, they do have a deal with the Roku channel here in the United States. They're no yeah. longer on uh, you know, broadcast television. They have a digital deal. This would open them up to a lot of new people who've heard about New Japan, but haven't seen it uh, through the WWE portal. Also for WWE, they have a deep roster. This allows them to do the excursion model that we've seen in wrestling before that New Japan has done with their talents. Send to Mexico, send to the States, do a loop with Ring of Honor, come on back. Uh, WWE could do that, and that's just something we heard about them doing with MLW. You know, this this lines up with that in a much bigger way. It's a much sexier story to say WWE, New Japan, than MLW. There is no shot at MLW. MLW is a very, very strong brand, but they're an outlier. That's where they kind of play here. I want to see what fans are saying here. WrestleScope texting in saying, as long as Vince is in charge, I don't want WWE and New Japan partnership. I don't trust Vince. Who is this Vince that people talk about on a (laughs) first-name basis? I hate when people do that with sports. Said you said what's your team? What's your what's your football club? What's your basketball team? What's your team?
1: Uh, I'm a Laker fan, so I'm very happy today. Who's the
0: GM uh, of the Lakers?
1: Uh It is um, Rob Palinka who used
0: what to be. What if people just said Rob? I don't like what Rob's yeah. doing. You're, no, it's, no. It sounds like you're talking about somebody down the hall at your office. You know what I mean? Like a list Palinka. They I was like, if you said McMahon, I'd be fine with it, but the way people say Vince, it's like it's they sound like they're talking shit about their own boss. It's not your boss. So, uh, but here's the thing. Uh, I, I know a lot of people are mad about this. I didn't see anyone get pissed when AEW and New Japan formed a relationship. And the timing of that lines up with when Nick Khan may have brokered these deals. March and April. All right. And what happened then? We saw Kenta perform on AEW Dynamite on television. We knew that we were getting uh, more of Jon Moxley over in New Japan. All right. Uh, And everyone was happy about the forbidden door being open there. But now, apparently, they don't want the forbidden door completely open. Seems like a real double standard from some fans.
1: I'm going to be on the other side of the spectrum here, Kev, because I understand... I don't I I understand this is a more nuanced conversation than 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 that because mm-hmm. you got to look you got to look at all the information that we have here that WWE for the past 2 years have been trying to start NXT Japan. They uh, they've been trying to broker deals with like Pro Wrestling Noah, yep. uh, Dragon Gate, Stardom in a lot of ways and it seemingly has failed in a lot of ways. So this is now them Deciding a whole different type of approach to making their way into Japan and working with the biggest promotion in Japan. But we also have to take into account the past 30 years of information. Because if we don't learn from the past, we are born to repeat it. Every partnership that WWE has seemingly had from ECW to Evolve to ICW Mm -hmm. to Progress has benefited one promotion. The WWE. And Triple H even said it himself, if he, if them working with another promotion, if it helps WWE in the long run, they are all for it. He says nothing about it helping the other promotion, not so much. And I think that's why fans have the apprehension about this whole deal because of what we've learned from the past, that WWE, it Sam, did help out. Sam, ECW. You're, you're
0: playing in my argument here. I know we're having a little bit of a debate yeah. and this is healthy, but you're <laughs> playing in my argument here. All right. So, so like, Yes. WWE is going to do the best deal for WWE, but in that there just becomes an obvious thing that people have to acknowledge: you like wrestling, but you don't want to say you like WWE because it's not cool to say you like WWE. I don't that watch WWE true. for this person; I watch WWE for my faves. You see this? I have I have yeah. faves. I like this person. I like that person. I like that. I like that Bianca Belair won at WrestleMania and she got this special moment. But you forget WWE produced that moment promoted that star crafted that name made that moment special because they made wrestlemania all right so what you can't have it both ways you can't say hey well i i want these cool things there's a lot of good you could see in this and if you just kind of step away and say this is good for pro wrestling i don't think it'd be a permanent deal if, if it's a partial deal, I don't think, as far as we know, New Japan's not for sale, but if they're in a financial position where they need an influx of cash and they need an influx of money and they're not breaking into the United States market like they would have liked, and WWE wants to break into the Asian market, you know, what's the fastest way? You know, you hear about this. Oh, we're going to go to Mars, but we got to set up some type of station on the moon to get there first. True. If WWE wants to break into the other big media market in, in the world, China. They could do it first in Japan, yeah, and, and so so uh, so uh, I know some people already give me a, a shock emoji with that, but this is WWE, this is World Wrestling Entertainment. They're playing at a whole different level, billion dollar deals. Yeah. All right, that's what we're talking about here. All right, but you so also, it,
1: you also have to take into account that New Japan is on a horrible stress when it comes to bad yeah. booking decisions and bad business decisions. Oh, they also and had we- injuries.
0: You know, you Uh, you have, you have so many top stars right now, and they were in a different position with the pandemic as well. You know, vaccination rollout in that country is not nearly as strong as it is here in the United States. Completely different challenges.
1: Yeah, at the start of the pandemic, they, you know, started with their empty arena shows. Then they got into, you know, bringing some fans in with CDC, you know, protocols in place. But they made some bad decisions. EVIL's IWGP Heavyweight Championship run was definitely panned by most New Japan loyalists. And it did lose a lot of the fans. Uh, They had a successful run at Wrestle Kingdom, two nights in the Tokyo Dome. They had Mm -hmm. 10,000 on night one, about 7,000 on night two in January. Pandemic.
0: yeah, In the during, the,
1: during the pandemic which said a lot about the popularity of new japan at that point but ever since january they have kind of fell off of the of the plane a little bit with bad decisions and you know the latest that we talked about recently here on sportita wrestling was uh the whole the whole covid outbreak and guys like switchblade jay white Kazuko okada uh david finley all testing positive for covid19 mm-hmm. which has really affected them them having to cancel the wrestle grand slams shows in the tokyo dome and yokohama stadium and then the potential of a mass foreign exodus for guys like you know the the gorillas of destiny and will osprey will osprey vacating the iwgp world heavyweight championship <clears throat> this is all bad stretch and i think in a lot of ways for new japan fans this would be the capper of bad booking and bad business decisions to do
0: a deal with wwe
1: because new japan for a long time have been their own entity they've been the biggest promotion in japan they have want to make their way into the u.s but in a lot of ways you are taking away from the soul of new japan to a lot of those fans by working with the enemy in a lot of their eyes so i understand both I, sides I think, are
0: protecting. That, I think that militant attitude is is the antithesis of everything that people say they want when they leave the wwe Yeah, The idea is, well, I want to get out of the system, and I don't want to do this, and I want to do my own thing, and I want to work in that system. I see WWE saying, hey, we need to evolve and add new things and be an international company. We're going to invest in talent from India. We're going to invest in talent from these different parts of the world and be a truly different company. Then we need to partner with other people like they did with the Mae Young Classic, like they did with Cruiserweight Classic. Maybe we have a boutique partnership. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Maybe you don't see these guys on SmackDown and Raw, and we treat those as like brands for the casual fan, which is completely fine. And those are still wrestling fans, hardcore nerds, like something that a a little kid wants to see, wants to see superheroes on Monday and Friday night. That's fine. You and I want to see hardcore, badass, heavy metal wrestling. We can get that with NXT. We can get that with New Japan Pro Wrestling. WWE wants to play all of those different pools. Just like you. Give me an example. I'll give you an example here. Disney is doing that now. Disney World. Yeah, What are they building? They're building Marvel, which is like, yeah, little kids want to see superheroes, but obviously Marvel films built for people above the age of 13, really, you know, so uh, this is what they're doing. They're trying to find another avenue, another way to bring people into the tent, and they never stop promoting, never stop trying things. I think if you say you can't do that because that's the enemy, then you're saying you can't be creative. Here's how you're censoring, you're you're limiting people. It's the forbidden door, except this door has to stay closed. You can't have it both ways. You can't do it all. I think the dream matches let's get into those We have a we have a couple other topics we got to hit up here Today well, uh, we'll talking... note,
1: one thing mm-hmm. I wanted to know because you talked about before The whole talk started between WWE And New Japan from the mm-hmm. report says like Mid-March early uh, early April you know before that in February Kenta comes over to AEW But you have to look at the other side of the Spectrum of what happened after this Talk started with Brian with Daniel Bryan. Daniel yeah. Bryan was one person who Went public with interviews saying That he wants to work with different promotions so would this be a sign of Daniel Bryan's influence in WWE? Is this kind of their way of kind of bringing him back into the fold and guaranteeing that he resigns with the promotion, that he doesn't need to go mm-hmm. on this world tour to do his dream matches? He can do his dream matches in WWE. It's a very nuanced conversation that you kind of have to look at all sides of the spectrum for sure when it involves this whole conversation with WWE and New Japan working together
0: jay feliciano a man who knows a thing or two about the uh the the, the business of professional wrestling in wwe i think appreciate your comments as always jay he says wwe invasion of the new japan dojo in la oh come on <laughs> give me the heat Give me the, you want that true heel heat. Woo! Come on now.
1: Hey, New Japan Dojo has done a much better job of churning out stars than the performance center. I I'm a, that might be a hot take, but I'm just whoa, gonna say it. You got your Charlotte, players, but you your rolls, a lot Sid. more
0: stars in New Sid, Japan Dojo. Sid, take a skid. All right. I'm doing rhymes now. All right, you've got your official your official Kevin Callum sports keeter rhyme. Sid take a skid here all right because because I'm going to get into this but I want to talk about this that would be wild uh we already have seen some response from some uh New Japan talent specifically Tama who has no problem stirring the pot online saying bloodline versus bullet club he already just put it out there bloodline the reference to the NOI family the Usos and Roman Reigns he wants it some of a lot of those guys are related whoo Woo, come on now. That
1: El Phantasmo of New Japan also put out a tweet and saying that, have I been contacting the wrong con this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, ELP, for that great tweet as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I, I love how great. they've been playing with it. I love how they've been playing uh, with uh, it. Mike said he wants Roman versus Okada, Kazuchiko Okada, uh, the money man of New Japan Pro Wrestling, huge, huge star. Um, I see a lot of people with different takes here. Uh, a couple of people want to see Okada versus Roman. Uh, other people just yelling bullet club to WWE confirmed. <laughs> so, nothing is confirmed, by the way. This is just talks, but it is worth noting, uh, you know, just to catch you up. If you're joining us late wrestling observer reporting this week in their issue that WWE uh, specifically president Nick Khan in talks with New Japan pro wrestling about a, an exclusive American partnership. This does. I mean, New Japan has done this, though. They've had a partnership with WWE in the past. This isn't something that that the company hasn't done. WWE's had deals with CML. WWE's had deals with Memphis and other companies that they didn't own. They worked with ECW before they even bought it for many, many years and even supplemented the income of the company when it was struggling, right? So, if this is just the same idea... I'm just
1: going to say, they work out well with any of those examples.
0: is that is that wwe's fault that those companies fell through
1: no no it's not always wwe's fault but it just and you got more
0: time you got more time with those companies because wwe put money into them
1: true with ecw for sure that is definitely
0: with ecw with smoky mountain as well smoky mountain wrestling ran that way you know what i mean there's a there's a lot to be done with this here too i mean if i if i can suddenly watch wrestle kingdom on peacock for five bucks not going to complain. Why not? About Why not? Why not? Not going to complain about it here. Uh, we're, we've already gone. We've already gone late on this story. But if you're still with us, don't worry. We're going to get to this John Cena news. Lots to talk about here. I like people just saying uh, all these different things. Uh, at WWE might be sold. We've heard about those rumors as well. Nothing new on that. I've heard people rumbling about no. it, but that's more of a theory with everything going on with the big media moves recently uh, and across the spectrum that go well beyond WWE. Just in general, people want Jay White versus Seth Rollins. Woo-hoo-hoo. That Carissa, you're texting that one in. That is a wild one. Please give it to me. Give give me Daniel Bryan coming back at you know, give me uh give me a dude. Let me put this out here. Want to make Survivor series really cool?
1: Oh, that is true. New Japan versus WWE. Come I'm i here for it. That, that that's
0: put that in a stadium. That put would that fit, in a stadium, dude. That would
1: fit the new tagline, best of the best, which is gonna be the tagline for Tonight. Survivor
0: Series. I'll put it out there. Two night survivor series. One night in Japan, one night in the United States. That's how you draw it.
1: That's and make it make draw. it
0: feel make it feel like a real brand war. It'll be 50-50. You'll win this one. We'll win that one. We just kind of break even. We go our separate ways. <laughs> but every but everyone's gonna be like, no, they're not gonna do that. we are just gonna Braun Strowman's gonna kick Tomohiro Ishii's ass and it's gonna look awful. And I'm just gonna shit on it. I'm not just here, I'm here to shit on it. Uh, So let's get into this other story that has been brewing SummerSlam. There is a lot of big SummerSlam news today. Uh, WWE is really ramping up their return to live entertainment. Uh, They announced uh, on the road to SummerSlam and past SummerSlam into September over 20 different dates. Uh, this will include uh, every Raw and SmackDown from the middle of July into into September. Will be on the road, and they're hitting almost the entire country. Nine untelevised house shows, which is very very shocking, because we had reports earlier this year that WWE wasn't looking at doing non-televised anything in yeah. front of fans until sometime next year. Uh, so this is WWE wanting to get reps uh, for for their live crew, for the ring crew, and for everybody, and try things, which I I'm I'm okay with that. You know, I think that's. All right. Now uh, it's the regulations and arenas are going to vary city to city. Uh, you notice they're running these in some cities where those regulations are starting to open up very calculated move by WWE to do this right now. Uh, another noteworthy thing on this is they have confirmed SummerSlam will not be on a Sunday. It will be August 21st at a summer destination location is what the press release said from WWE a summer destination location. If you watched our top story of the day video yesterday, we talked about this las vegas wwe is heavily heavily rumored and reported to be moving into the big destination market that is las vegas at the Allegiant stadium home of the las vegas raiders that feels weird to say the oakland raiders of las vegas let's call them that um that. the nfl team it's also worth noting that wwe uh from sports business journal had uh five other football stadiums in line who want to bring this event including nashville uh, east rutherford new jersey and other major media markets were in play with their football stadiums to try and bring SummerSlam there but vegas is likely to get it it would run the same night as a manny pacquiao fight in the same city uh so you're gonna have a lot of media attention on las vegas critical move by wwe to run there a lot of big things here but gonna run vegas gonna run a stadium gonna need a big attraction People saying WWE doesn't have those big stadium stars, but I think in this day and age, people just are excited to come back to anything. I think this will sell out quick. But the rumor is John Cena. Uh this lines up with other talk we've heard. John Cena has a big film draw He has two big films dropping this summer. He's gonna have the Suicide Squad coming out, and he's gonna have Fast Nine, where he plays the villain. Uh Fast and Furious is the biggest movie franchise in the world at the moment. It already opened up overseas. Fast and Furious Fast Nine. He plays a uh, Dominic Toretto's brother, Jacob Toretto. He plays a heel, one yeah, heel we
1: didn't, we didn't hear about for twenty years. But yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. If you follow those series, there's a lot of convoluted storytelling in it. This is about family, except my real family. I haven't talked to in twenty years. <laughs> like, who's excited to go to the movies? <laughs> you saw the promos, yeah. So uh, John Cena is the villain in that. So this lines up with it. Uh, Heavily rumored to see John John Cena return to WWE television in some form or another prior to SummerSlam. Now, whether this means he will be a part of the SummerSlam card uh, is uh, not to be seen. He does have some other things in the pipeline. He is working on an action film produced by The Rock. Uh, We don't know how much of that was delayed. He did work on the Peacemaker series. Peacemaker is the DC Universe character he portrays in the upcoming Suicide Squad movie. That's under the Warner Media banner. They have HBO Max. He's going to have his own Peacemaker series on HBO Max. So a lot of things he has to promote. He has to reinvigorate his fan base. He has to do what The Rock did in 2011. He has to remind you, I'm not John Cena, the actor. I'm John Cena, the badass action star that you were presented with first in WWE. So John Cena could have a critical role at SummerSlam. Against the big dog, the head of the table, Roman Reigns in the WWE Universal Championship. So that is the rumor. That is the scuttlebutt. Matt Man, Andrew Zarian, breaking that one. Another big scoop from him. Observer touching that one as well. What do you think here? Said I laid it all out. Lot to cover.
1: There is a lot to cover there. Uh, As far as SummerSlam, I I think it was a good decision to make it on August 21st, a Saturday event. I think more people are more likely to watch it on a Saturday because, you know, the UK crowd, which is a very prominent uh, fan base for the WWE, (laughs) it's better for them because the next day they're off on a Sunday. So a Saturday pay-per-view is always beneficial for them. It's beneficial for us in the States as well because we can enjoy the show. We can do live streams afterwards and then be off the next day so it's very friendly of the way they are doing this for most people out there as far as the location being in las vegas on the same date as the manny pacquiao fight is a decision it's a it's a very interesting decision. Of course,
0: very they, interesting move by WWE.
1: It's a very interesting is interesting move. You're gonna go in a bigger stadium, you're gonna have more people than it's gonna be able for the Pacquiao fight to have. So you I, know, I think
0: that's what they want. Yeah, they, they want to, they want to go into a market and they want to say, hey. If you're new, it's a move to see that the big financial people could see. So who has money to go to a Manny Pacquiao fight? Because a Manny Pacquiao fight, the actual ticket for it, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. And I'm talking even if you're in the cheap seats, right? You're not going to that fight for less than a few hundred dollars, right? Less than that. Now, a WWE stadium show up in the cheap seats, 50, 60 bucks, you know, sometimes fees and stuff like that. Obviously, you get down by the ring. You spend a couple thousand, right? Yeah, for SummerSlam, yeah. you're gonna spend some WrestleMania money. Uh, and there's a an, there's an, a demand, there's a built in demand for fans to want to go and see things and go see it at a destination. There'll be plenty of fans that'll be in smaller cities that aren't getting WWE and saying, Screw it, let's just go to Vegas and see SummerSlam. You know, why would I if I'm in Indiana, I'm in Wisconsin, I know they're doing some of the some of the dates in there. Chicago's gonna get some stuff, you know, some places in the Midwest. Where are you at, Sid? You're in a, you're in California. No, I'm in New York. You're in so, New York, so yeah. I mean. That, that's a reason to go to Vegas. That's a reason to say, hey, maybe this is my first big trip after vaccination. I feel things are opening up. Feel things are safer. I go. Timing of it lines up. WC's big attention, big media attention coming to Vegas. Look at us. Look at what we're doing here. You know, and I think it's a critical move by WWE to do this. I don't think it's something where they're going to be in a bad position. And I do think if they do get John Cena specifically, this show is going to move the needle just because John Cena on board.
1: Yeah, I was under the understanding that I kind of wanted Cena to be the, the opponent for Roman at WrestleMania 38 because I felt like he would be the perfect bridge for Roman's whole story to bridge to The Rock at WrestleMania 39 mm-hmm. in California. But if you're going to do a stadium show for SummerSlam, you need the biggest matches possible. I could see a potential double main event of Roman versus Cena with Cena you know, going for number 17. Then on the Raw side, they can bring back a Brock Lesnar and do Brock versus Bobby Lashley, which is two Two huge matches. matches that will yeah. sell out Las Vegas and that is something that can compete with the Manny Pacquiao fight that weekend and like you said it's going to be a destination event for most f- fans because they've been so deprived of live events it's been over a year of not doing live events this will be a huge stadium show for them and i just think that it's a wise decision to bring John Cena back into the fold you have your highest star right now in Roman Reigns and putting him against John Cena with the history that they had the the great promos in the lead up to No Mercy 2017 with their first encounter now these now Roman Reigns is a totally different competitor a totally different performer and now you have John Cena coming back into the fold going for number 17 for a title that he's never held, the Universal Championship with Paul Heyman right there. There is so much for them to explore. There is so much for them to unwrap. And Cena can use it as a vehicle to hype all his movies with Fast 9 on his way out, with Suicide Squad about to come out, with the Peacemaker series. There is a lot for John Cena to capitalize on coming back into WWE. So I just think that this benefits everyone all around. And SummerSlam may be the show of the year with all this stuff going on right now,
0: WrestleScope saying Cena appears at Summerslam as the Peacemaker, and then all the Suicide Squad characters are lumberjacks around the ring. You know, because we had the Army of the Dead time with Batista, and you had zombies around the ring.
1: Don't give them ideas, please, please don't give them ideas after those zombie lumberjack match. I'm sorry. I think it, makes-
0: I think it would be cool if he came out <laughs> dressed as the Peacemaker, like he entered the ring. Is a peacemaker and like took the the metal headgear,
1: or or he the- has like the new, uh, you know, he's gonna have a new Cena shirt. So the new Cena shirt is in like a peacemaker type yeah. of thing. Like I
0: can have see fun with like it, that. dude. Have fun with it. Like <laughs> have fun with it, dude. I have no problem with that, especially if he just enters the ring like that. Uh, lot lot to lot to digest here uh, with WWE. I'm, I'm sorry to to do the setup here. Um, let's cover this live tour. What do you think of this? This is just fun news. It's something we've been digesting for a while. I don't think uh, you know we we thought. Just them coming back at WrestleMania would be a big thing. We didn't know at what time frame they would be back. But this lines up with the way things have been going for a couple months now. Uh, how exciting is this summer going to be for live pro wrestling? I think of also the independents are starting to go. I work with AAW here in the Midwest and do reporting for them backstage. There is a real excitement at brimming with every show now.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's so much excitement when it comes to professional wrestling. Like you got AEW about to go uh, live uh, in Miami on July seventh. WWE returning with fans in in for their live events on July sixteenth. You're gonna Mm. have Money in the Bank that same weekend. You you know, Texas is really gonna start things off because that week you got Money in the Bank, then you got Monday Night Raw, and then you got AEW Dynamite all in one week in Texas. And now you you're hearing about different cities like Cleveland and Indiana. chicago that wwe is going out to it's just bringing a whole new energy to the wwe product that really has needed it because when you look at wwe overall like the the thunderdome was a great replacement for the empty arena shows the empty arena uh you know era of raw and SmackDown. it served its purpose it served this purpose but it yeah. was very much lacking i think thunderdome brought a new a new vibrant. Uh, status to it it gave it something new and for a long and i would say their stretch of pay-per-views in the thunderdome was fantastic so much better than the over the year that had fans in attendance i feel like the thunderdome era of pay-per-views was on par with anything that the wwe has done in the last five or
0: six years and also i think there's some stuff they're just kind of holding off on i like the idea this move they made recently where we usually get hell in a cell you know a couple big cage matches on it in october Uh, To kind of like spruce up that post SummerSlam time before Survivor Series and the Hell in a Cell show is fun, but it's not particularly great to go see live unless they do a bunch of things on top of the cell. It's fun. I'm not saying it's bad, but there's some visual obstruction to it when you're at a show. I, I saw a Punjabi prison match live until they got to really? the, the top of it. It didn't. Yeah. I saw one was Batista and uh, I wanna, I don't want to say great Kelly. Maybe. Yeah. Not. Yeah. I think uh, you're right. Yeah. It was no mercy. It was in Chicago. Uh, and it, it was, it was fun to see once they got out there, he did that incredible spear from like one side of the other thing. That was ridiculous, but I could see this being an issue. Is they think money in the bank with cash-ins, with ladders, not as much visual obstruction. Everybody can see it's a big show. People always want to. I've been to two money in the banks. They're awesome shows. They're they awesome are. shows to see live. There's a, a lot going on it. There's a lot of consequence. You know, you know, someone's getting a push. They're getting a briefcase, they're getting a push, right? So um, uh, I think that could be really fun. It was smart for them to say, No, we're gonna switch, we're gonna we're gonna go with this show here, and we'll do some fun, hell in sell things, which I think look great. They could shoot it a different way in in the Thunderdome. I I think those are great moves. I don't think everything's bad, guys. Not everything sucks. NXT was cool. NXT had one of the best matches of the year this year. SmackDown has some really fun stuff, some really compelling characters on it. Raw, it's a letdown. Okay, fine. We move on. No, oh, no, no you got have, three
1: hours of good wrestling for them every week. Calm down. Raw is going to have fans in attendance. So it's going to be new. It's going to be, gonna be completely gonna have a completely new show. It's going to be a new energy to it. We've already heard from also from Andrew Zarian of the Madman podcast that they're going to have all new sets, which is something that I know a lot of fans have asked for as Dude, well. Are
0: you a set mark? Are you I like am, a I, stage set mark?
1: back d- backlash is one of the best sets ever, I've ever seen Just the hook, we, we, we do the, the shows way. with dutch
0: and, and we do the shows with dutch and dutch wants to talk about booking and here's your heels and here's your baby faces and like all the ring psychology and then we get a ton of questions we have dutch mantel like booking genius of wrestling for decades you know and people want to know when are they gonna have new sets when are they gonna <laughs> use holograms i want holograms what are they gonna what Bring back the SmackDown fist, and it's like everyone just wants to yell about aesthetics on <laughs> on this thing, and it's crazy. It drives me nuts. You I know.
1: I love it. I love uh, it. I love that type of thinking. Like, these are things that not everybody would think of, but it gives WWE different ideas. And I think that a lot of the fans asking about stuff like that is the reason why we're going to get new sets for Raw and SmackDown, and hopefully new sets for the pay per views as well. When they're going to be in front of fans, you want to have that aesthetic that you're going to something new because I know there's going to be a lot of fans that go to multiple different of these city tours, these 25 city tours. They're going to be, oh, yeah. There's going hit- to be
0: some supermarks out there. It's been a lot lot of money.
1: You know we're gonna see the guy in the green shirt or the guy with the long black hair in the front the, the, row. The, the that Brock Lesnar guy. Yeah, the Brock Lesnar guy guy. is gonna be at everything. Yeah. You know, you know, and, and my and, and the good brother uh Ivan, uh the guy they're doing the, the documentary Vladimir. On the vladimir vladimir excuse me yeah him he's gonna be at the show so you know you're gonna see the super fans that go to multiple different shows and you want to have a different set for all of those so it's gonna be a fun time to be a fan of wwe me myself i don't like to say i'm an aew guy i'm a new japan guy i'm a wwe guy i'm a fan of professional wrestling and like you said before wwe is the biggest promotion in town so if there is successful it kind of is a trickle down effect so
0: economics baby Wrestling has Reaganomics to it. All right. I am a pro pro wrestling fan. And I think most of you guys need to stop doing this tribalism thing on the internet, especially in the last year we have. We're starting to come together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if you don't want to go to a show, you see the WWE. Oh, they sold out. Man, that sucks. Why, why are people going? No, people went to that show and they had fun. You know what I mean? And like, I think that's something you got to remember. People have been sure. locked up for a long time and maybe have only been able to go to a few things. You know, I got dragged to some concert I didn't want to go to with my girlfriend. But goddamn it, dude. We went to WWE. She had a good time. I had a great time. I had a great, I had a better time. What a wonderful time. What's the problem? People are having a good time, guys. Shouldn't I got friends going down to Double or Nothing this Sunday. They're going to have a ball, dude. It's going to be awesome. All right. Hey, and I, hey. I think, I think uh, root for it to be good. Don't just think it's going to be bad right away.
1: Exactly. Like you said, independent wrestling is up and running true Hill heat. We're sponsoring a show out in Jersey for battle club pro that Jess is returning for the first time in over a year. So give WWE, me those dates, man. When are you guys running? When are you running? Uh, may uh, it's may 29th if you're not in the new york new jersey area you can actually order it on title match wrestling network i know i'm gonna be watching i'm gonna be with my kids so i can't go to the actual event but i'm gonna be watching live on title match wrestling network independent wrestling's running wwe's running aew's got fans in attendance they're gonna have five thousand this sunday for double or nothing
0: that's gonna be the best part
1: and that's gonna be the best part of it man New Japan, although their their shows got canceled, we got a whole influx of buzz for New Japan with this news of WWE. And honestly, if you kind of think about it, even if it's not a deal with WWE, it's going to help them get more money from an Impact or AEW. So either way, New Japan is going to benefit from all this news. So it's a good time to be a pro wrestling fan.
0: Uh, you mentioned the independent wrestling stuff. I will be on Twitch with AAW Alive, another a new series. We premiere these on Twitch. You get to watch them for free at 7.05 Central uh, every Saturday on AAW's Twitch, and then you can catch them with AAW On Demand, Behind the Paywall, or Highspots.com. Those are dropping this week. Uh, the podcast is also available. Uh, we have a new episode of Inside Cradle Up. We have an interview up with Bronson Reed, the new NXT North American Champion. whole bunch of content. You can also hear me on the radio uh, on 104.9 the X and Rockford and WQLZ 97.7 QLZ in Springfield. Great rock shows. I get to be very, very goofy and say very, very ridiculous things. Uh, and if you're uh, watching this right now, noon, every weekday on one Oh four, nine, the X you can listen on the X I do an hour of nineties alternative rock. And I get to, I get to do jokes today about office space. So I get to like talk about movies and different things like that. So, it's, so if you enjoy me yelling and frantically waving my hands on the screen, You can hear me do that now. So uh, check it out. I thank you guys so much for checking us out here. Uh, Wherever you are getting this, whether in your ears with the podcast, on Facebook, on YouTube, just hit the like button. Just hit the like button. Give us that five-star review and share the link. You can follow him on the Twitter. Where do they go, Sid?
1: At True Hill SP3, you can also check out my YouTube channel True Hill Heat. We're going live 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. BST tomorrow with True Hill Heat 127 with Stephanie Chase, who was with me on the AEW Double or Nothing preview right here on the Sports Heater Wrestling YouTube channel. Check that out as well as well as Benno from Post Wrestling and the Gravel App podcast. So check those out and check out Kevin on his radio show. He is Thank hilarious you. there, Thank like you. he is hilarious here. <laughs>
0: I'm hilarious with my takes about it. everyone get along. No, yes. one's supposed to get along. Stop it's being wrestling. positive. <laughs> Stop it with your, your annoying positivity. Ah, oh, so does, let me yell at billionaires I'll never meet.
1: <laughs> Bince, uh,
0: Bince, Bince, Bince. Bince. did you see someone earlier put the comment where it's like Bince, 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 Bince. oh you guys try i love how everyone gets under a my skin they just work me like a fiddle uh appreciate it love you guys so much thank you for supporting. we hope you're safe wherever you are get your vaccinations get tested be safe remember when watching wrestling do the most important thing all right just breathe all right don't don't worry about an argument that you're gonna have with some other person that has a different opinion on the internet Just calm down. Remember, you boo the bad guys, you cheer the good guys, and you enjoy wrestling.